What's up, everybody? I'm TJ. And I'm Kelsey. And we are the, the Nashville, Nashville Wine Duo. Duo. What's up, everybody? What's up? We are doing a special podcast. We this have, is a very special podcast. We have tried to make this podcast happen for month or two yes, now yes and life has its own kind of ways of saying nope it's not the right time but today right now is the right time it is the right time <laughs> we are so excited we are about to introduce uh dan foster who is the president and the managing partner of seven sellers which uh seven sellers was founded by uh professional football icon john elway and his longtime business partner Jeff Spurbeck. Uh, John Elway owns a bunch of steakhouses and he wanted to create a wine that would live up to the ideals and be a proud representation of his family's name. And so we are so honored to have Mr. Dan Foster, president of Seven Cellars Wine with us today. Yes. And we have Amber on the line too. And Amber, let me get your last name one more time. Uh, Tallarico. Tallarico. Okay. Tallarico. And then what was your... What was your role too? If you could just social say that media, again. Social media management. Awesome. Okay. So we have Dan and Amber and yeah, we are so excited to get into this. Um, yeah, yeah, Dan, thanks for so much for, uh, for hanging out with us and we can't wait to learn about you and seven sellers and. Yeah, it's yeah. My, my pleasure. Appreciate the, the time Nashville wine duo for, for having us join the <laughs> podcast and it's uh, really awesome to uh, to have a wine podcast and for us to be able to partner with you guys as a as an amazing uh, wine company, like you said, called Seven Cellars with uh, with John Elway. So I uh, got a lot of fun things to talk about today. So I'm really excited to be joining you. That's awesome. And so we're currently drinking the Seven Cellars, the farm collection cab, which is from Paso Robles. So while we chat, we're sipping on the Cabernet. What are you guys going to be sipping on? So we're starting with the farm collection Chardonnay from Arroyo Seco, 100% Chardonnay, nine months on French oak, beautiful, bright, crisp, clean, easy drinking Chardonnay from a cool growing climate region inside Monterey called Arroyo Seco. We love your Chardonnay too. We've, we've had that and drank that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we are fans of the Chard. That's very good. That's good. Well, there's no uh, discrimination when it comes to wine, you know, white, red, just drink it all. Have a good time. That's right. That's, that's right. That's how we feel. We would fit in well with you over there. Yes. So why don't you, um, yeah, just dive into a little bit of how you got involved with Seven Cellars and your background. Um, I'd love to hear, yeah, just how you got and started getting involved in the wine industry and um, what you love about wine and how you bring that passion to your current position. Thank you. I love everything wine. So I appreciate you. Uh, having a, having us join and inviting us to your to your podcast. Uh, my career in wine started uh, you know uh, a while ago. Uh, I'm not even going to say how many years ago. Um, but I went to school in in Las Vegas at UNLV with a restaurant and hotel major, and with a business business minor. And uh, from then, learned about my passion for wine as I got into restaurants, as I got into hotels, as I got into special events. Uh, I earned my uh, sommelier license through the master of uh, the court of master sommeliers um really excited to just you know engage my passion into restaurants and into people coming into the restaurant to my staff 
and everybody else. And then uh, from then I went on to the distributor side of the business. And then um, from then I went on to the supplier side, which is where I am now. Um, I've worked for a couple different companies throughout the years, but seven sellers more specifically. Uh, again, it was founded by John Elway. We're actually sitting in one of his Elway's restaurant steakhouses in Colorado, of which he has four of them for about uh, 20 years. Oh, and cool. Yeah. So he's got his passion was food from a long time ago, and he opened steakhouses and about 10 years ago decided to have a wine company that complemented his steakhouses. Um, his number through his entire career was number seven. Um, which hence is the seven sellers. And uh, throughout the time of having steakhouses, uh, they created a Elway's Reserve Cabernet, which was exclusive to his restaurants. Um, people loved it, wanted more of it, wanted it in different states. So we expanded our distribution from Colorado to different states like Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico. Uh, we opened an e-commerce website. We started doing some really great social media. Uh, now we have Amber kicking butt with our social media now. Um, so it's been a, it's been a really great ride. And then we introduced the farm collection uh, about two years ago, two and a half years ago, right during uh, this pandemic thing that we're going through. And the farm collection actually pays homage to uh, John Elway's alma mater, which is Stanford University in Northern California. Um, so that's what farm collection means to him. But for everybody else, it also means um, sustainably farmed, which all of our wines are all sustainably farmed. Um, farm to table when you get into a restaurant or if you order on e-commerce and you go home and cook your own meal. And then also just an assimilation of farms everywhere around Nashville, Chicago, Denver, wherever else. So that's kind of my background and a quick little snippet of the seven sellers. That's awesome. We didn't know that they were sustainably farmed, which is even more reason why I think we love them then because that's a, that's a cool part of the equation for sure. I agree. And it's a big buzzword, you know, being sustainable, being organic, being green. Mm -hmm. People do care about all these things uh, from every level. And we've we've made the, uh, uh, the the certifications to make sure that we were sustainably farmed. Um, and we do have a, uh, a vineyard out in Napa Valley, a very small vineyard that we source some of our reserve cab from, which is 100 percent organic as well, too. Very cool. So. Um... If you had to say as far as like, because I was reading some of the, the information on how it all got started. So you guys partnered or John Elway partnered with Robert Mondavi kind of on the first vintages? It's exactly right. Okay. Um, yep. We, so we started. Um, so John knew nothing about wine and he wasn't going to mm -hmm. lie and try to make this up and, you know, <laughs> smash the grapes himself or figure it out. So yeah. him being a smart person who's, you know, always, always had great teams and Super Bowl winning teams and as a coach and as a player, you know, knew that he couldn't do this himself. Um, so he went out to California. He found a partnership with Robert Mondavi Jr., which is the grandson of Robert Mondavi, um, son of Michael and Isabel Mondavi. And he has a, you know, a wine empire himself, but he also does a little bit of contracting through for some friends and they be, became friends. And uh, he said he would be honored to, to make John Elway's wine. And uh, Robert Mondavi Jr. is still our winemaker today. Uh, through seven vintages or eight vintages now. No, seven vintages our seventh year. Um, and it's really exciting because he brings a lot to the table, not only his name and his and his legacy, uh, but he's just a really great person. Uh, he and John get along really well. They were actually just hanging out at our winery in Napa Valley about six months ago. Um, they're good people, good friends, and they have a uh, an amazing, iconic collaboration that makes a, uh, you know, a great wine. And hopefully you're over there enjoying the Farm Collection Cabernet. So what, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on the Cabernet so far? Uh, 
for me it's nice big bold cab i like i like big bold cabs and this is exactly what uh i feel i'm getting from this one so i'm i'm a happy camper right now yeah you definitely <laughs> i'm getting like the salivating in my mouth i get the tannins and mm. definitely want to like go back for another drink um it's really really good and um definitely could be enjoyed on its own or yeah i could totally see this with like a nice steak oh my gosh mm -hmm. burger um but it's really delicious and i i think that what i love is that y'all's wines are um you know they're still very like affordable for um the average everyday person like it's not just like somebody that you know has money to spend like a hundred dollars you know on a bottle like these are these are really good wines for the price yeah, I agree, Kelsey. Thank you. And, and TJ, thanks for those nice uh, comments and compliments on the uh, Cabernet as well, too. And we wanted to be price conscious as well, too. Our reserves are a little bit higher, but those are single vineyard Napa Valley reserves. Uh, but the farm collection goes after your everyday drinker. It's uh, 30 bucks online. Uh, you can find them in uh, liquor stores across country. We're in over 2000 liquor stores, uh, fine wine bottle shops and package stores. Um, and we're always running, you know, promotions online and we got some cool merch online and things like that. But yeah, I agree that that cab is really just a nice everyday Cabernet. It's got some tannins rock and it's got a lot of Cabernet, 77% cab, um, 14 months on French oak aging and American oak aging. So you get that big bulk of American oak and the really sexiness and silkiness of that, um, of the French oak as well too. So it's a, uh, it's not overpowering, but I agree with you guys both. It's a steak, it's a cheeseburger, it's a hamburger. And hence the whole, you know, collaboration partnership between the steakhouses and having a, a wine that complements the food. Um, totally. it's exactly what, you know, John had envisioned and exactly what you guys just, you know, hundred percent nailed on, on the podcast too. So I'm glad you see it. Yeah. And the cool thing about this cab too, is like, it's not a, like an alcohol bomb, you know, this yeah. one's like, I'm just reading it. Cause it, I, you know, it's at 13, eight, which, you know, sometimes California cabs can be pushing almost 15 or something like that. So I love that it's not like all alcohol that I'm tasting. I'm, I'm tasting the dark fruit and, you know, yeah, so I agree. props to you on keeping kind of the alcohol down on that one, too. Thank you. It's, uh, you know, it's tough these days. Um, you know, you, <laughs> <It is. laughs> you can go high, low and people, you know, want to have a glass of wine and want, want to uh, experience a little bit of a buzz while enjoying a, you know, a, a beautiful um you know, delicious glass of wine. So you got to kind of have a, a medium point. I know Zinfandels are usually pretty hot, um, but you're mm -hmm. right. We, we, we wanted to hit kind of a little bit of a sweet spot to where you, you have those rock and tannins, you still have that velvety finish uh, and the alcohol didn't blow you away. Mm -hmm. So on the bottle, I'm looking at the bottle currently, it says every bottle sold supports our veterans. Can you kind of go into that and what, what does that entail? Absolutely. That's, that's really awesome too. And I appreciate that. And when, I know that you guys have the bottle in front of you, but when your listeners have a bottle too, it's a beautiful silkscreen gold embossed bottle uh, with three labels. Uh, and like TJ said, the fact that we give back to our veterans. Um, so we partner with a nonprofit organization called Team Rubicon, and they are a national nonprofit organization that uh, equips military, ex-military veterans uh, back into disaster relief and humanitarian crisis um, worldwide, sorry, not just America, worldwide. Um, and they are an amazing group of people that uh, devote their time uh, to building houses, to helping out with earthquakes, hurricanes, any sort of natural disasters, building schools, um, all like I said, all around the world. And uh, for every uh, case that we sell, we donate right back to them. And for every case that we sell, it, it equals to getting one military veteran back into disaster relief 
and humanitarian crisis for a day. Awesome. Love that. Very cool. Yes. Thanks to you guys yeah. for doing that. That's great. We really care about philanthropy. And I tell you what, now more than ever, you know, it's all about giving back and, and being philanthropical and noticing and seeing people, you know, helping them and doing the right thing. Um, we could very well say, you know what, sorry, we're going to throw this on our bottom line. You know, we're going to take away our give back. Um, I'm sure you guys do. And a lot of people, a lot of your listeners, you know, donate their time or donate their money. Uh, and it's really something that everybody should be doing these days. Everybody needs a, a smile on their face and a glass of wine in front of them, right? Agree. 100%. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, like even on that note, you saying that, I think that, I think that there's joy that comes with giving back. And I really think that sometimes we lose touch of that and it's easy in our culture. We're very individualistic and I think it's easy to just be like me, 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 me. But I, I feel like, I feel like there's so much more joy when you give back into our world. And um, yeah. And I love that you guys are doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So how did you come to be a part of the seven sellers team? Oh, great question. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, so I've known, so Jeff Spurbeck is John's uh, best friend and sports agent partner for a long time. And just through uh, a group of friends, you, you know, you always got to, you know, keep your, uh, keep your friends, friends close and your enemies closer. Um, <laughs> you, you just kind of run through a pack and we ended up having, uh, we ended up partnering with a couple meetings and some ideas. And uh, he introduced me to John. I kind of gave him uh, the vision of what I thought Seven Sellers could be as a company uh, long term, not just uh, within six months or a year. And uh, we really hit it off. We, we, we've had a, a great time so far. I've been on board for almost four years now, and we've grown our business from, uh, you know, 200 cases to almost 10,000 cases. Uh, wow. in our fans. So, um, you know, great people like you continue to, you know, talk about our wine and, and, and drink our wine and like I said, hopefully your listeners will have an opportunity to purchase seven sellers as well, too, or uh, share it with some friends, family, uh, whoever it is. But, uh, yeah, it was it was basically a, you know, a friend group that got closer and just started sparked a conversation and some interest. And, uh, you know, four years later, we're still we're still together. That's awesome. That's great. And I do have to give um, a nod to Amber because we've really felt very engaged with seven sellers and i don't know amber if that's you that's been really talking to us a lot but we've been really impressed by y'all's social media presence and oh. your engagement overall because just being honest we've been doing this for two years and um you know we've been we've been hired to do stuff for wineries and stuff like that and um i think a lot of the wine pages really struggle in terms of um connecting with their audience and i really feel like you guys have a nice social media presence and an engagement. And mm -hmm. I think engagement is, it's the biggest thing when it comes to social media, people want to feel like there's someone else on the other end. And I feel like that with y'all. So yeah. Good job. Seven yeah. sellers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you guys so much. Yeah. That was uh, when I, when I signed on, that was a big, a big thing that I drove home with them is it's about building that engagement and community and, putting the, a person behind the brand. And so thank you for, that's exactly my, my uh, whole thing with the social media. So it's great that it's being um, seen, you know? In the totally. Oh, you're, you're succeeding at your, your quest because we've, like Kelsey said, like we've dealt with a lot of wine labels and wineries and stuff like that. And sometimes things just kind of fall to the wayside and they don't engage with people. And 
we see true engagement with you and we and we really appreciate it, which makes us want to even engage more, more. you know yeah. what i mean well yeah. we we appreciate the compliments and right back at you guys i mean i think we were very impressed with what you guys brought to the table and your following and everything that you guys do we listened to some of your podcasts and we thought you know what these are some people that we want to partner with as well too with, with our brand um so kudos to you guys for for having just such a great dedicated and devoted following and uh you know love to hear how you guys started as well yeah. too i mean it's not all about seven sellers it's uh you know it's a nashville wine duo that's that of the rock stars here <laughs> uh, so we we'd, we'd love to hear more about you guys as well too and uh but we appreciate that yeah amber does a fantastic job and uh we we're gaining followers on instagram facebook TikTok every single day and yeah. uh we we you know it, it, it's it's a social media world right now and uh, yeah. you just got to try to stay in the fast lane with everything yeah i personally think she probably needs a raise so i'm 14 <laughs> Amber gets a raise but i mean i'm only you know just a little voice in the in oh the corner gosh. kind yeah. of speaking on that but go amber yeah. The raise we're going to do right now is we're raising a, we're raising a glass right now. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. You want to start off with our, with our story? Our story. We got, we were, we started during the pandemic really mm -hmm. right before the pandemic hit. We were working at Trader Joe's in Nashville, Tennessee, and I was writing the wine order and Kelsey was writing the cheese order. Wow. And we came up with this bright idea to take pictures of wines that we liked when that we bought at Trader Joe's because we wanted to kind of tell our consumers that were coming into Trader Joe's like this is this is our pick. This is the one we like. Yeah. And uh, from that, it just kind of sparked into meeting some influencers and, and stuff that were coming in the stores and that were shouting us out and everything. And it was just like this perfect storm, I think. Yeah, I think it just, it, it was the kind of thing where it didn't feel forced. It was just kind of like, okay, let's just start doing this for fun um, because we wanted to keep learning more about wine. Mm. And, you know, us going through this, the, the one of the best ways to learn is to can just continue to taste and to taste, um, you know, everything and things that you normally wouldn't try. Um, and, you know, we saw a lot of that with customers. They'd come in and they have their mind really set on like, oh, well, I only drink, um, yeah, I only drink California Cab or I only drink this or whatever. And we're like, well, you know, as our we started tasting more and more, we're just like, now it's like, man, it's so fun to just continuously taste new things. And we wanted to bring that to people and then also let them know like, you know, Trader Joe's is very similar to how Costco is in, in their, um, their model with how they sell stuff. And there's no middleman involved. And, you know, they go to a pretty prestigious, you know, winery or, you know, family that has been in the wine industry for hundreds of years. We even know some that have been hundreds of years and we sell their bottles at Trader Joe's and they, they cut out the cost and they buy it all in bulk and then they put our own label on it. So like 80% of the bottles at Trader Joe's, you can only get at Trader Joe's. It's not just the ones that say Trader Joe's. So that's kind of why people get confused sometimes. But um, so yeah, you can get a, a 1099 bottle that in reality is like 25 to $30 or even we've gotten a Barolo before that was like 20 in reality, it's like 60. Mm plus sure. you know um so we wanted to kind of like educate customers on that and you know tj had worked at um the store for over 14 years so he knew a lot of customers and you know we met there and we got married and then we just started kind of incorporating our our personal life as well as wine and then yeah then the customers started to kind of catch on and they would come in and look for our picks our wine picks and um then they would yeah they just it was kind of a word of mouth kind of thing Everybody yeah just kind of kept from there it out. we started going down to northern georgia and different areas around like southeast region where they're kind of doing some new wine stuff with hybrid wines mm, and pet nats 
and uh, yeah, natural wine. So we would interview winemakers and, and stuff like that. And it's kind of just evolved into like, yeah, interviewing people in the wine industry, musicians that love wine, like this whole crazy thing that we never thought would even yeah. <laughs> be right. happening and then right working now. in the wine industry you know, yeah tj is yeah yeah so I, i'm a general manager of a wine bar here in franklin tennessee now so Excellent. all of our wines are sustainably farmed biodynamic and organic and uh, so we're getting to like educate you know your wine consumer that you know as much as we can that hey these wines are like really special you know what i mean yeah so it's just we love wine and we just want people to experience you know everything that this this wine world has to offer and and just because you like a certain thing you know kind of broaden your horizons and open up your mind to try different things and like we're at the point now where it's like you know we'll try something just to get a profile on it and to say we've we've had it and to put it in our our memory bank of like oh i remember this is what that tasted like you know yeah. yeah, and I think the farming aspect of it too is so like interesting and yeah. just how wine changes from like season to season and yes. year to year and like it's normal for it to taste different the next year than it was the year before and it's okay for the color to be different than it was the year before and you know, you just don't know any of these things until you start to really get into it. And we had a winemaker one time tell us, like, once you think you know something about wine, you realize you know nothing <laughs> because yeah. it's just endless. Yeah, there's endless information to learn about it. And that's because it's always changing. And I think that that is so cool. And, and I think the other thing, too, is Mother Nature. I mean, uh, you get Definitely. hail, you get rain, you get heat, you get everything uh, in different vintages, which change your uh, varietal characteristics, the way everything tastes. So what right. we try to do is we try to keep everything pretty consistent as far as a flavor profile. So mm -hmm. even our reserves that we've had for seven years, we've never had the same varietal composition. Uh, oh. not about the same aging, but we've trying to keep our, our, our consistency, uh, a flavor profile consistent. We've had to change our varietal composition uh, to make sure that we have the same flavor. So if you like always reserve Cabernet one year, and you're like, this is the best wine I've ever had in my life. When you have it the next year, and we haven't made up for, haven't compensated for certain, you know, weather, you know, shortages or grape shortages or anything like that, or any changes within the grape uh, flavors, uh, the varietal flavors, is you might go, oh, you know what? Really, I don't really like this one now. Um, so I think consistency is a big thing as far as having a wine. Um, there's definitely some, some big wine companies out there that do not keep it consistent, that just have a really great label and people drink it, you know, no matter what. Um, but I think when you drill down TJ to, you know, the shop, the, the, the place that you have is you've got to have, you know, wine that tastes great. You know, mm -hmm. bottom line is that if yeah. it does change a vintage and it doesn't taste good, then, then there's an issue. There's an issue with winemaking, uh, the process and kind of same thing I, for a lot of our winemakers and even Rob and Mari, our other winemaker too. Um, they always say that they're a, you know, they're a scientist and a farmer before a winemaker. Um, you really have so to be, true. Yeah. You really have to know the terroir and you got to be a chemist and know the right chemicals and the right aging and the right everything for, to, to really produce a, a great final product. Yeah. I mean, we've had the vintages, like, you know, one vintage we love and then the new vintage will come out and it's like, eh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like. It's That's a little exactly disappointing, right. you know, because you're yeah. you're so stoked that that final that wine came back and I just can't wait to have it. And then it's like, it's not just not same. like this. Yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's not easy. I mean, it's not easy to keep something 
Uh, you know, you, you put more money into it to have a better quality. And sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll lose a, a little bit of money on, on certain vintages or varietals just to keep it, just to keep the quality up because um, there's no reason to decrease the quality and, you know, scare off your customers, scare, scare off your, right. your database. We've got a really loyal wine club that we have online. Um, and we certainly don't want someone to, 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 you know, all of our points is we don't want someone to say, Ooh, I really don't like this wine anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Actually tell us a little bit about the wine club. Uh, yeah, we got a really awesome wine club, uh, online. Uh, so we have three different levels and you can get it monthly, uh, every other month you can get every quarter. Uh, you can choose red wines, white wines, or combo of red and white wines throughout the farm collection and they always reserve. So it's really kind of a hodgepodge, totally hundred percent customizable, uh, wine club that gets shipped right to your door, uh, uh, when you join the wine club. So we've got, you know, different discounts and free shipping and things like that. So people can enjoy our wines on a regular basis. And, uh, we got a really great loyal, you know, wine club base and, and they're, and it's growing every day, which is fantastic. And we're really proud of the people that, uh, we're really proud of, you know, making a brand and making a wine that people want to drink on a daily, weekly basis. Yeah, that's awesome. And that can be found on the website, the seven sellers website, the link for that. Yep. Just, uh, the number awesome. seven and then sellers.com seven C E L L A R S.com. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. So I've got to know. Yes. <laughs> what is your favorite food item on John Elway's restaurants menu? Oh that's yeah. Your, that's your go-to. Like if I go like you're there, like oh. uh, I've got to have it because it's, it's my go-to. It, you know, for me, I'm pretty boring. It's always the filet. <laughs> the, the filet. It, it's prime beef. It's charred perfectly. It's got a little bit of that crust on the outside. Um, you know, or else you go to the New York and get a little bit of marbling and get some get some fat and get some some juice out of that. But I always just love the 16 ounce filet and think it pairs perfectly with uh, the Elway's Reserve Cabernet. Um, okay. And that's what John drinks. So John, you know, his house wine at his house is his always reserve Cabernet and, and, uh, they, they, uh, they share that with their friends and their family as well too. John's got four kids and nine grandkids. So he's, he's, wow. uh, you know, building a, uh, a, a family wine, uh, company, but I would say the filet is always a go-to. I'd say my, the New York strip is the backup. Um, the steak tacos are amazing and actually oh, steak yeah, tacos, steak tacos oh, yeah. are good. Uh, Dang the it. fish sandwich, which is grouper, which is amazing. Um, you really can't go wrong. <laughs> I mean, okay, you're making me hungry now. I know. I was gonna say, is this gonna be a a, a food yeah. wine porn podcast? Yeah, yeah. Man. Here now? <laughs> All right, Amber, what's your favorite? Oh, I have yet to, to try, so I will be able to tell you. Well, I think as a thank you, Dan needs to buy you some uh, fillet or steak tacos or something tonight. Yep, me too. Team Amber, we can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time. Sorry, go ahead. I couldn't hear you say that one more time. Favorite wine from Seven Sours is Chardonnay, though. The Chardonnay. Your Chard, okay. Chard. Chard, girl. Chard is good. Yes. I was going to say, um, next time we are in Colorado, we definitely need to come to one of the restaurants and, like, do another kind of segment. And we could get video that time because, yeah. yeah, so my family, I, I lived in Colorado Springs for 10 years. Oh, very so, cool. Right. Yeah, and my my mom and dad just moved back. My family had moved us out to Nashville, and my mom and dad just went back to Colorado just because they've they've loved it since um since I was a child. And uh, my dad's a fly fishing guide there now. Um, awesome. And but yeah, I grew up 
Broncos and John Elway was a big part of, you know, my childhood. <laughs> so um, I love it. I mean, we're, yeah. So we're visiting there a lot more now because obviously my parents are there and then my sister's going to move back there. So next time we're in town, we really do want to connect with you guys and come to the restaurant and yeah, do more. So what was that sports outdoor place that we went to that had like a robotic John Elway robot? Like- oh, um, Shields. Shields. Oh, Have yeah. you seen the? Have you yeah. seen the John Elway robot in Shields? He was talking. He was talking. Like it's pretty cool. It's really cool. <laughs> like I was like, what? Yeah, it it's it's pretty cool. And you know, he was a machine while he was playing, and now he's a machine <laughs> talking in front of people at Shields. <laughs> now I don't know who we need to talk to, Dan, but I think it'd be really cool if you could put a seven sellers bottle in his hand in Shields. Uh-huh. Like just have him <laughs> roboting with seven sellers, like with the football one hand, seven no, sellers and the come on. A, I'm a marketing you, genius. That's it. great. I love it, TJ. You just <laughs> You just, you just you just gave me a uh, a little to do list item. So good work. That's awesome. No, we can definitely you know score that. So when you guys are in town, we'll either go to Shields and and we'll do that. We'll make that happen live on a podcast. Yeah, um, be awesome. Or we'll yeah, grab we can pretend we're robots with John Ellie with seven sellers. Totally, totally, Mr. Roboto. Oh, um, we we can uh, we can do a food and wine pairing. We'll grab one of the Psalms uh from one of the Elways and we can do like a food and wine pairing which would be really cool we can do the filet uh the fish we can do the the, you know tuna tartare we can do the shrimp cocktail uh we can do all kinds of really cool fun things um with the menu and do do a fun little uh, food and wine pairing also and what what john what uh what would you pair with the grouper sandwich Oh, Hold definitely, the, definitely the Chardonnay, the farm Chardonnay. Yeah, I was gonna say Chardonnay. Yeah, 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 definitely a Chardonnay. Grouper, man, it's so good. Oh my gosh, <sighs> I'm excited. Okay, so where, what cities are the restaurants in again? So they're all in Denver. So we have one at the airport at DIA. We have okay. one in Cherry Creek. Uh, we have one in Vail, and we have uh, one downtown inside the Ritz Carlton. So there are four locations cool. for Elway Steakhouses in Colorado. We might be expanding to other cities, uh, but right now we are sticking with these four for now. All right. Four is is hot. Four is good. Four is hot. Speaking of hot, it's got to be hot in Nashville right now, right? Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, We loved Colorado. When we were there, it was like, yeah. It was amazing. It was so amazing. We were both even like, okay, do we need to move here? I didn't take an allergy pill once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think it almost hit off. Was it 95 today, maybe here or something like that? But it's it's warm. I know Nashville's warm. So it, Nashville weather right now is perfect for the Chardonnay. <laughs> oh, very yeah. perfect for yes. yeah. It's very. just been it's just been so humid here. It's just been crazy. But you know, we make make the best we can. So yeah. <laughs> but well, we thank you guys right. so much for doing this with us, and uh, we definitely want to connect again in the future. Yes. Cheers to Dan and Amber. Yes. Seven Sellers. Check them out. We're gonna link all their their website information, wine club, all their goodies to the podcast. So thank you so much, Dan and Amber for hanging out with us. Yes. We appreciate it. Our pleasure. We really appreciate the invite. And next time we jump on, we'll, we'll be rolling into new vintages as well too, which we just rolled into a few new vintages on our website. So uh, check those out as well too. And then we cannot wait to, to see you guys in person or Hey, if it happens to be virtual again, we're, we're we're cool with that, but we'd much rather see uh, you TJ and Kelsey uh, in person. Uh, to make all that stuff happen that we just talked about. But thank you again so much for your time. Let's do it. Cheers, y'all. Cheers Cheers. to seven sellers. Cheers. Cheers.